It's so hard <laughs> to <laughs> say goodbye <laughs> to Dante. So I'll wait <laughs> until this party dun, 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 dun. Hey. to tell you I'm gonna miss you. <laughs> we gonna miss you. It's so hard <laughs> to say goodbye <laughs> to Dante. That is my dog for show. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> the different show. degrees of goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, this is another episode of Off the Damn Rip with your boy, Dante. Speaks the last episode. Coco Chanel, Mad Black Man. The last episode where Dante will actually be living. And, well, he don't even live in Houston no more. Technically, I'm a visitor. I'm, a, I'm visiting right now. I moved yesterday. Wow. This is the last time we'll be sitting at this table together. The brown table talk. <laughs> the brown table talk. brown dog. table talk. Well, guys, you know, this isn't over. So for everybody who's like, oh, my God, what are y'all going to do? Because that was the, one of the first things. One of our listeners, uh, shout out to Ricky. Ricky, he was like, man, you moving? I was like, yeah, man, I'm moving home. I'm moving back to Dallas. He was like, so what are y'all going to do about the podcast? I said, well, bro, we got some things in line that we're going to try to figure out and keep the podcast yeah. going Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we're going to try. We're going to make sure we do what we do to make it keep going. But, you know, it's not going to be the same without you here, Dante. Oh, well, I appreciate Definitely that, man. Won't. You know what, guys? Won't. So the Pisces in be me same. been waiting to cry all week, and I just haven't cried yet. It, maybe it hasn't it's hit me. It's not even a crying situation. I think it is. I, I, <laughs> for me, it's like seeing closing one chapter of your life and starting a new one. This is a very definitive. Close the motherfucker. <laughs> Keep <it moving> <laughs> Okay, so that brings me to this. So, what was the one chapter in y'all life that y'all closed and y'all just you know you it you may have felt some type of way about it because it turned you into a you know what I'm saying the person who you are today because this is how I feel about Houston like. I moved to Houston when That's I was. A really good question. I moved to Houston when I was 23 years old. So mm. right after I graduated college, I graduated in December of 2013. I li- moved to Houston January 7th of 2014. Yeah. So for me, I feel like Houston has made me essentially into the man I am today. Yeah. Because this is where I've spent like my late my late 20s, which yeah. to me are the most you know very crucial. Yeah. Very, the very crucial, the forming yeah. years. So for me, it's bittersweet because I'm like, damn, man, like I met some cool people in Houston. I've lived. He's like, I, I done lived in Houston five years now. At this point, Houston's like a second home to me now. Yeah. It's like so. But I, I have learned a lot. And that's why I was like, oh, I'm just been waiting on that moment to cry. But it hasn't happened yet. I feel like you're I think gonna it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen when I'm. He gonna cry in the car. I think. I think when he drop, when, when he's on his way when back, I'm, when to I'm look, <laughs> when I'm looking into my review, and see Houston, <laughs> and see a cloud, and then you headed forward in the sunshine. <laughs> so, guys, what 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 has have you guys had that moment in your life? I where? think I, Man, I, think I did have that moment one time um, for sure. Uh, when I graduated from college, like a lot of the people that I became friends with in college lived in or were from or moved to California. So I don't really mm. see them anymore. Mm-hmm. And even with social media, I still don't keep in touch with them. So it's like I miss those guys and I wonder what life would be like right now, you know, if we were still around each other cuz we had good times. Yeah. They they definitely brought out a different me, you know. So I I miss those guys. Am I going to be able to make it to Cali? Mm, I don't know. But um that closing that chapter graduating from college is like Every time something new happens, I become a different person. For the better, I think. Oh, yeah, for sure. I definitely mm. think for the better. That's so. dope. Nah, man. I, I don't know. I feel like I've been through a couple of, like, like life-changing chapters. Like, one, when I finally le- I left Dallas to go to Boston. When I left Boston to come to Houston. And then I think the biggest one was when I made the jump actually into the tech into mm-hmm. my tech career. That, well, I, you know what? I, I, I'll admit. I think the biggest change in my life was when I broke up with an ex that I had moved down here to Houston for. And I remember Ooh, having to, moving for people. yeah, I, I remember having a conversation with myself and was just kind of like, 
I was really contemplating if I wanted to move back to Dallas. Like I was like, man, let me just go back to Dallas. I go back home. You know what I'm uh, saying? Be around the that could have been the worst thing yeah. you would have yeah, done. Yeah. So I just was kind of like, I kind of sat, I sat on it, I prayed about it, and I was just like, you know what? God brought me to Houston for mm-hmm. a reason. I'm gonna figure out what it is. I had no clue what it was gonna be, and now here I am. I've been in Houston for all going on seven years. Yeah. And it's like I like found my career. I found like. The lady of my life, like you know what I'm saying. I bought like a house. Yeah, you. I got you, a car. You, you know had what I'm some great shit like happens. Yeah, yeah so you've been in it's uh, Ooh, child that had my store. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, I'm sitting over like I was there five years. What the fuck, fuck did I accomplish? Two fuck niggas. <laughs> the fuck? Wait a shit on my five year experience. You know what it is? I needed two more years. That's what Possibly I'm going to chalk so. it up. Because I'm not going to lie. What's my fucking situation? Mine's just that I, I never was supposed to be here. I never was supposed to be in Houston. I will always say that I was never supposed to be here. Happy that I'm here. And if I hadn't been here, mm. nothing would have went the way that it went for mm-hmm. me. Because, I mean, the bad is very minimal. But nothing would have went the way that it went for me. Even though things didn't pan out how I thought they would, this isn't my plan. This is God's plan. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Whatever he had for me, I know it just isn't here. And I think that that's the reason why I hadn't gotten to where I'm closing chapters yet. Or I hadn't had the success that uh, Mad Black Man has had. Because it's not here. And I just, and once I once I get that strength to go and step out on that fate, I'm going to flourish. I think it's that's the big here. thing is, is understanding, like, sometimes, like, where you're at. Like, I think some people try to make where they're at work yeah. so much for them because it's like, well, family here, friends yeah. here, and I'm comfortable here and all this yeah. kind of stuff. And I've and done that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and it might not dead. just be it. You know what I'm saying? It may not be it for you. You know yep. what I'm saying? Dallas wasn't it for me. I feel like if I was, I, I think to myself all the time, if I still lived in Dallas, mm-hmm. would I have would I have had accomplished all the things that I would have I accomplished here in Houston? Right. And I, I don't think so. You would have been too comfortable. Yeah, I don't think I would have. I don't think I would have pushed myself outside my comfort zone to even right. do some of the things that I've done. So, yeah, bro, sometimes you just got to step out. So what, what advice would y'all give somebody who is at a point in their life and they kind of feel like they're at a crossroads, but they, they're ready to close a chapter, but they mm-hmm. don't necessarily know what, what's on the next page. What's the next thing? Oh shit! Pick a road and go down it. It's the only thing you could do. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, th- I think the biggest thing is assessing your situation, having understanding of your situation, and understanding that hey, like whatever my current situation is, this is not what I want for myself in the future. And once you like accept the fact, like this right now is not it, it makes it way easier to just go ahead and take that leap of faith. You know what I'm saying? Like yes, yes. So I, I think that's a big thing. And you know what? I'm happy that you said that because that's that's the feelings that I'm getting is like what my situation is. I know that this isn't it and there's more for me. Now, Mm. whether I step out on faith and go and it's good. Yeah. Then that's great. But if it's bad, even still, if it's bad, it's not where I am. I'm not still sitting in complacency. So, yeah, you got to keep moving. I think that's the I think that's the hardest thing. I think it's so easy for people to find a comfortable space and just stay put. But. Because I, it's cozy in here. It's, 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 it's so very, warm. It's so easy to do. You know what I'm saying? You got your friends. You got your family. Yeah. But, like, I hated the. F- I really hate the fact that, like, Drake had this whole thing of, like, no, no new, new friends, friends and all that yeah. kind of stuff. I, I, I really. on that hard. Yeah, I did not like that messaging at all because, yeah. like, I'm like, bro, like, your current friends could be the very reason why you're not progressing Boom. the way you want to progress. Big fucking boy. Boy. <laughs> boy. Boy. Gosh damn it. You know what? It's so funny you said that because this week on Twitter, I don't know. I don't know why. Because y'all know it's very rare. It's very rarely do I tweet. But I actually um, got on Twitter and I put on I put on there earlier this week. And people kind of was people kind of was fucking with the messaging. But I put on there earlier this week. If I can fucking find my damn Twitter. (laughs) um, I said a lot of people pride themselves on quote unquote never switching up. Yeah. But maybe that's why a lot of people never level up. Ooh. Ain't that good? Ain't that that good? That was a good one. Yep, I don't know. God put that on my heart for That's somebody. That's real though. That's real though. You got you got to switch it up. You can never. You can't. Yeah, keep people it the pride same. themselves on there. I ain't never changed. I ain't never changed. You you I happy? Bro. You happy people, about never change? Baby, because people be like, I keep it one hundred, even a hundred dollar bill change. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, like, if you really observe, like, people that are really successful, mm-hmm. the Will Smiths, the Oprah, Winfrey's. the Oprah Winfrey's, the Jay-Z's, the Beyonce's, these people consistently evolve. Yep. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? They're, they consistently change the circle of people that they're around. They consistently change the environments that they, they surround themselves mm-hmm. with. They consistently change, you know, diets, beliefs, things of that nature. Because at the end of the day, like, you have to always be pushing yourself to be because you don't know how far you can push yourself mm-hmm. until you push yourself. Like, until you, like, literally, yeah. like, try something new, mm-hmm. do something different. I would have never known I could have programmed a Took, took pictures or did videos if I didn't just say you know what let's just do it let's see how it turns out and put it out there and see how people react to yeah. it as a person who struggles with fear of rejection let me just be like it is so super hard to not criticize yourself oh, oh yeah it's so super hard but my nigga you you if you have you ever seen something and been like, I can do that shit. That yep. shit trash. I oh, can yeah. do that. The only difference between them and you is that they're doing they the do shit it. that exactly. you're criticizing. They do it. They do just it. Criticizing. You, know, I, you know what? It's so funny, man. I was driving down the road the other day and, um, you know, me and my friends were talking about some stuff that we want to, want to work on. And I'm kind of riding down the road and I'm looking at all of these different stores passing by, mm-hmm. all of these different stores. And I'm in my head thinking like, Look at all of these businesses. Yep. Look at all of these people that just stepped out on faith. Started like, with an idea. Even if it's not the biggest thing in the world, bro, like every day you drive by hundreds of businesses mm-hmm. every day. Hundreds of people that stepped out on faith and just yep. said, you know what? I'm going to do it. And they're doing it. Yep. And no, it might not be the biggest thing. It might not be a huge conglomerate or whatever. But guess what? It's theirs and they did it. Yep. And a lot of that is just that they... They recognize that they had that fear, but they did not allow that fear to stop them. And even you know if the and even if you know, God willing, it doesn't. But even if the business goes under, they learn the things you that learn. they should do. They learn the things that they shouldn't do for their next business. And because you once you repeat. once you start that bug, once that bug bites you, you're stuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, guys, I'm actually reading a book right now by John C. Maxwell. It's called How Successful People Grow. Ooh. And shout out to shout out to uh, my boy Antoine. Every morning, um, he's he reads he put he posts the page that he's reading for that morning from this book, and that made me and shout out to my boy Chris be like, yeah. "Hey, bro, let's go get this book and let's read it together." So, that's in the good. book, look at black men read. Hey, bro, fuck what they say about y'all? Hey, bro, some of y'all about shit. <laughs> some exactly. of y'all. Now hold on, some shit. of us ain't. No, but, but some we of ain't us, even worried but, about the ain't about but shit. The we worried about the, y'all. You know what? And I ain't gonna even say that. Some of us just misguided. You know what? And malnourished. So, guys, it says, if you focus on goals, you may hit goals, but that doesn't guarantee growth. If you focus on growth, you will grow and always hit goals. And in the book, it talks about these eight misconceptions about growth that may be holding you back from being as intentional as you need to be in order to grow. Mm. So the first one is the assumption gap. I assume that I will automatically grow. And basically, in that one, it just says no one improves by accident. Mm-hmm. Personal growth doesn't just happen on its own. And once you're done with your formal education, you must take complete ownership of the growth process because nobody else will do it for you. Um, the second misconception is the knowledge gap. I don't know how to grow. Um, and, and basically, that's just like you using that as an excuse. Like, I don't exactly know. I don't exactly know what I need to do or yeah. the, where I need to find resources. I don't know what I need to do to grow. The third uh, misconception is the timing gap. It's not the right time to begin. This is what gets most people. Yeah. Oh, I'll do it. I'll do it in the fall or, you know, I'll do it in the summertime. I'm going to start on or, the first. I'm going to start on the first. The timing gap. That is one I am habitual for. I'm always talking about it. You know, this ain't the right time. The fourth misconception is the mis- <laughs> So Mad Bucks Man Dog is definitely humping him while I'm trying to <laughs> talk to y'all about growth. Um, the fourth misconception is the, mista- the mistake gap. I'm afraid of making mistakes. And yes. we all know this is true. This keeps a lot of people from growing. From, from, yeah, 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 I'm not even sure. going to try because I'm just scared I'm going to fuck up. The fifth one is the perfection gap. I have to find the best way before I start. A lot of people do this one, too. Like, I, I gotta. I, I have to accumulate all the knowledge before I start. Yeah, I got to get everything just right before I start. Uh, I, I I am very guilty mm-hmm. of that. I gotta I'm move not even to gonna the, lie I to you. I'm very so, guilty of that. So they have how successful people think, lead, oh, yeah. win. There's mo- get John all C. These. Maxwell has, and it, and it's a it's a small read, short read, but it's good. The sixth misconception uh, gap is the inspiration gap. 
I don't feel like doing it. Uh-huh. And a lot of people just be like, you know, I don't, I don't really feel like doing it. I need but to be inspired. You, you, yeah, I have to be inspired to do it. But when you're, if you, you have to aggressively be able to, to go after growth without anybody inspiring you. Like growth itself should be the inspiration. Absolutely. Um, the seventh one is the comparison gap. Oh, I'm not going to do it because others are better than me. Of course. But it's they, always going to be somebody out there better than you. Be somebody better. Maybe they started doing this 10 years ago. Of yeah. course, you aren't going to start automatically yeah. and be exactly where they are. That doesn't mean that if you don't put the time and effort in, yeah. that it, you, won't, you get won't get there. You won't get there. And also, guys, I just want to put this out there. Um, that also is not equating God into the picture because if you've been called to something, it don't matter what, Man, how much time somebody else has invested, how much one. skill they have. If you've been called to it, then that's your lane. And if you start to align yourself with that and with God's will for your life, it don't matter who else in the lane. They getting out the way and, for you. And you know what? Let me let me speak on that too because of the simple fact that I think I even struggled with that a little the bit. The comparison gap. No, I mean just even the 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 idea that. Okay, you know, God has called me to this thing. Uh-huh. For example, like I always wanted to be a write, like a, a writer. I wanted to be a hip hop writer. Uh-huh. And so I remember that. I remember yeah, that phase of your life. I wanted to be a hip hop writer. I was uh I was doing Instagram videos and stuff like that. And here recently I've stopped doing the videos. Uh-huh. And a lot of it just came from the simple fact that like I as much as I love hip hop and I love like you know, the culture and what it represents, like I had to sit down and have a come to Jesus meeting with myself and mm-hmm. just realize I was like, you know what? At the end of the day, like, I don't think God put me on earth to do hip to, to do hip. You know what I'm saying? To to be in hip hop, I think mm-hmm. He put me on earth to be the tech the tech guy. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Now I can implement elements of hip hop into within what I do, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, like, what I do is technology. Yeah, and I think sometimes we fight so hard because we we want to be something. That God is saying, "Hey, bro, that's not you. Uh-huh. That ain't I didn't call you. I that's didn't not call what. I, that's today. not what I brought you here for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you have to be able to like sit down with yourself and, and hear His voice and say, you know what? Maybe that's not my ministry. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's not my ministry. And just be able to to step away from it. Doesn't mean you can stop. Doesn't mean you have to stop loving it. Yeah. It doesn't mean you have to to stop caring about it or following it or whatever. All that kind of stuff. That is just saying, hey, bro, like that's just not. I had to do the same thing with basketball. Yeah. I'm not. That, I'm not that. What no you've more. been called to is bigger than yeah, that. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, it's yeah. like yo, yeah. You can you can like hip hop. You can like basketball. Yeah. But what I, what I put you here is is way bigger than that. Yeah, like what you do, what you're gonna do with this is gonna be way greater it's than what you can do anything people. else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So guys, the last the last misconception is the I thought the expectation gap. I thought it would be easier. Mm. Which come on, guys, we know anything that's worth having isn't gonna be easy. It's gonna nah. take time. So there's an equation in here. It says preparation, which is growth, plus attitude, plus opportunity, plus action. Doing something about it equals luck. And it says that that is what's going to be um, the that's the formula for for changing your life. Now, you got to ask yourself these questions, guys, and I'll just leave it here. Where do you want to go in life? What direction do you want to go? Mm. And what's the farthest you can imagine going? And then once you once you think about that, then really take ownership of these gaps that you have and that that are keeping you from growing. Yeah. Like literally sit down and be like, okay, this is this is the it's the expectation gap or it's the perfection gap or it's the inspiration. The lazy gap. gap. These are the things that's keeping me from truly um, from truly fulfilling and living, uh, you know, the life I'm supposed to live. So that's John C. Maxwell. How successful people grow, guys. It's a short read, only about 150 pages. It ain't even like the, a full size book, y'all. You like, get on Apple Books for 9.99, bro. Yeah, I found when a I couple s- of them. When I seen it, I literally thought it was you like saw it. when I saw it, I, I thought it was like a people. like a big size book. And when I went to pick it up, I was like, "Yo, this it." Yeah, I went and found. I just went and found how successful people think and how successful people lead. Uh-huh. And I saw so. how successful people win and how successful people something else. Yeah, now nah, yeah. if, if if these other books be putting you on game, like this book, that's all chapter one, y'all. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the that's beginning. Crazy. Yeah. That's literally the first chapter. It's like before we can even get deep into the growth. Let's let's really sit down and think about the shit that's keeping you from growing. And you know what? I recommend anybody to find books like that because, like, that's one thing that I had stopped reading. I stopped reading books like that because I started focusing so heavily on the tech side. But I'm mm-hmm. kind of start to read more material like that because it's in fact like I just need that extra motivation, that extra energy, just to kind of like continue to do the uh-huh. things that I'm trying to do. And 
And you just need that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You just need Y'all, that energy. The thing that gets on my nerves is people be wanting to know, like, the quips and the shortcuts and things for growth and success and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But even if we give it to you, it is in a book you guys do not want to fucking read. I hate when people say, I ain't reading all that. What the fuck else is there to do? Like, I don't understand what you mean when you say yeah, you're not reading. Yeah, nah, bro. You got to read. That, to me, is the equivalent of saying I don't drink water. I have a, a coworker that That's real. I have a coworker that I when I found out that he didn't read, like he just wanted to watch how? videos on everything. And I was like, bro, how how do you not read, bro? Like that's damn near your job. You don't read and that alone, like I hate it to say I hate to say this, but I judge the hell out of him. Cause it's like, okay. bro, you gotta be able to read, bro. Yeah, you like, gotta be able to want you you have to have that 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 want to read. Do they not understand that reading is fundamental? Yeah, bro, reading is fundamental. There is nothing you can do in life without being able to read. Even if you're trying to find a video, you just have to read to get there. So I just don't get it. And reading helps you critically think. Like, and speak yeah. in it, the way you speak as well. Yeah, so absolutely. Guys, read, reading, like Coco said, reading definitely is fundamental. And, and come on, when you think about successful people, the one thing that they all have in common is they read books. And usually they read more books than the average person. Bro, like, you can talk to somebody and just tell about the way they actually speak bro, to you. Bro, Warren like, Buffett, I think Warren Buffett, I read somewhere that Warren Buffett reads four hours a day. Like that's dope that he even got that much time, time to read. Yeah. Like the, the fact but going, that get ready for bed. You have that much time. We just yeah. be doing other shit that we could just be dead. Because yeah. if I think about, I always feel like I don't have enough time in a day. But if I actually think about what I literally spend my time doing, nigga, I got enough time. That is true. Because I know even when I read, it's not reading these kind. It's reading like technical. Mm-hmm. books and stuff like that so i'm reading but it's just like not this stuff like i wish i had more time to read this and i just ordered like four books like but at the end of the day you still reading so that's yeah so i mean yeah but you gotta you way. have to make it so my homeboy daryl he he said um w- one of his things last year was he wanted to read more books and i think towards the end of 2018 he ended up reading like 25 books or something mm-hmm. like that but his thing was i don't read often and so he was like, I don't read like that, but I want to read. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. What he said, one of the things that helped him was he scheduled time on his calendar every day, read for an hour a day. As he should, man. And once you start to once get you that start habit, to, once you start to get into that habit and wake that muscle up, what you will realize is you start going through books mm-hmm. just like that. Yeah. But of course, guys, you're not gonna start small, ease your way into the shit. Ain't nobody telling your ass to to you know just wake up and be like, I'm gonna go read 50 books. Calm down. First thing I would tell you to do is find a, find books about things you're interested in. Right. Like, let's Absolutely. start. Let's start there. Let's, Absolutely. Like, let's find. Let's find books about things you're interested in, and then once you start to read those books, it'll also start to build your confidence. Then you can start switching. You can start tackling other books. Absolutely. I think. I think you're absolutely right with that, bro. I agree with that. So reading is fundamental. Go open the damn book. Read a book. Read a book. Read, read a, a motherfucking book. book. Y'all read remember a that? book, bitch? No, nah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Y'all remember that? That little cartoon? Yeah, it was like, read a book. Read a motherfucking book. Yeah. Okay, guys. So, yeah, 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 yeah. It is officially read. <laughs> read? <laughs> it's officially Black History Month. Yeah. This don't feel, I'm not even going to lie, bro. It don't feel like Black History Month. Yeah, it feel awkward as it the don't feel like Black History has, Month. I think it was because January tired everybody the fuck out. Was it January me or did January seem long as January hell? was long as fuck. January. January is a whole year by itself. <laughs> Bro, I was like, nigga, January finally over? Correct. I see Instagram. It said January was the longest year of my life. And that's what the fuck it felt like. Correct. The, uh, the other thing that makes me um, feel like it's not Black History Month, too, is seeing like when people... Like, you can't expect people to respect your, your month or your feelings about black heritage or pride or anything like that. But it pisses me off when people have the caucasity to do the things that they do and to say the things that they say and comment the way they feel like they can comment during this month and say things like, I don't understand why there needs to be Black History Month or why do we have Black History Month and stuff like that. Don't mm. piss me I was off. watching this video um, and uh, it was basically people saying the reason why we have Black History Month is because. And so they were like, uh, you still are asking me, can you touch my hair? Or you think that you're still asking why you can't say the N-word in songs and stuff like that. So people were going on the uh, little post or whatever comment like, so you think you need to have Black History Month just because people want to say the N-words and people should stop putting in the songs? Y'all missed the whole fucking point and it flew over your whole motherfucking head. What they're saying is, is this is in part the reason why we still have Black History Month. Yeah. It, I am no longer, and I said that for this Black History Month, taking time out to educate anybody on anything that's Googleable. 
as far as culture or black people are concerned because mm-hmm. you can google how we you know anything else about our culture and you can pull up the music and you can listen to the artists and stuff like that but you can't google why it's not okay for you not to touch someone's hair or why it's not okay for you to not say the n-word mm-hmm. like shit like that is googleable and the history behind black history month is the fact because their point was well there's not a white history month and so someone made the comment like, well, it's literally white history the whole entire fucking year. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Every day, all, all we day, literally every study day. In history we let that shit slide history. about y'all giving us the shortest month of the year, but whatever. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? All year we study white history. This is white history. So to give us like a month, well, why isn't there Hispanic? But there is. You're just in your own white ass cloud. And so you don't understand that there is Hispanic Heritage Month. Mm-hmm. There is months Very for much like so. Asian stuff like like they have the that as well you're just in your bubble and you just hate black people so much that the only thing that you recognize is the fact that we have a fucking month yep like and how how is that affecting your life if we didn't have the month would your life be different probably so probably so, <laughs> probably probably so. so. Yeah, I don't know. We're going to see how this Black History Month go cuz I mean, I'm I'm feeling very uh it's been a very indifferent feeling, but I'm going to make I'm going to make the best. I feel like I started off right though. Cause I went on, on Friday. I went to the black market. Have y'all heard of the black market? I've heard of, but I never got a chance to go to it. Yeah. So the black market is basically like uh, where a bunch of you know people with black owned business go to the uh, Buffalo Soldiers Museum oh, okay. in Houston, and they set up their um, they set up their tables, and uh-huh. you know they basically display their businesses and stuff like that. I bought like a hoodie, like it was like um, it's like in the shape of Africa, and it says uh, black. Black Mental Health Matters or right. something like that. I thought That's it was really dope. dope. Yeah. Yeah. So I just went out there. You know, we showed some love, support. So was it a lot shit. of people there? It was a lot of people, bro. And uh, I was. I thought it's really. I think it's really dope. Um, they definitely making money off that mud. But uh, it was really dope just to see all, just the different kinds of black people and the different kinds of businesses that we're trying to start up and just seeing black people support each other the way that we are. And I just thought it was really dope. I just. I think. For anybody in the Houston area, it's apparently it's for the first Friday of every month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Black Market. You can look them up on Instagram. Um, and you and it's um, I think it starts at six, and it's at uh, Buffalo Soldier Museum right there by downtown. So I definitely suggest everybody go check that out first Friday of every month in Houston. So that's yeah. dope. Yeah, bro. So did y'all hear about um, Jesse Smollett? I'm sure y'all did. Yeah. Everybody heard Who? Jesse Smollett. Who is that? From Empire. What about? I don't know. I, I've never watched the episode of Empire. Okay, so I feel like I'm the only black person in America that never watched Empire. You never watched a single episode. Not one episode. You really missing it? I didn't think I was. Let me get you. Never gave me that vibe. Hey, it was alright in the beginning. I heard the first. Yeah, I heard the first season was lit. Second season, cool. But then by the time we got to that third season, too much. It was too much. People over here. Tyler Perry. Oh no, no. Yeah. People start people start losing memories See. and getting it. It was just it became a lot. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But it's still one of the highest rated shows. It's still and on TV. Up, yeah, and shout wow. out to Taraji P Henson. She just got her uh her star on Holly on the Walk of Fame. Duh. really? Yeah, That's Taraji fire. just got it. And her mom was there and her grandmother was there as well. So that was dope. Shout out to her. But um, so Jesse Smollett was going into a subway. He had um just got back to Chicago. He was going into a subway. And he was attacked, and they were yelling, like, slurs at him, yeah. calling him the N-word, also calling him, you know, whatever other homophobic racial slurs. homophobic slurs. Oh, that's, okay. So yeah. it was it was uh, a, a racist and uh, homophobic. It was a bigoted attack. Yeah, it was a bigoted attack. So basically, he still performed. Um, he performed, and he just had to let people know. He was like, you know, um, I was hurt, but my ribs were not cracked. Um, he went to the doctor immediately. However, he was not hospitalized because these reports are coming out wow. like yeah, they, said they threw bleach on him and everything. They was like they they were like they threw bleach on him. He was hospitalized. Oh, so they also uh, they said put they put a, a noose, noose around him. his neck. Mm-hmm. They put a noose around his neck as well. So he was Man. like, I wasn't hospitalized. He said both my doctors in LA and Chicago cleared me to perform, but said to take it easy. Obviously, and above all, I fought the fuck back. I'm the gay Tupac. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> that was a direct quote. So I he missed wanted, the gay Tupac yeah, part. So he wanted motherfuckers to know, hey, don't be not mistaken. I fought the fuck back. Yeah, 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 Somebody yeah. got hit. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to out here get my ass whooped. Yeah, like yeah. I, like the funny thing is, you like we gonna beat my ass. Yeah, like when somebody get jumped, you be like, somebody got hit. 
I just couldn't take all of them. Yeah, yeah, somebody, yeah. I connected with a few. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he wanted everybody to know that he is okay and he is still performing and he was not going to let um, that attack bring him down. So First shout out to Justice Malone. In 2019, to be attacked, one, for being black, two, for being gay, I just feel like it's bullshit. It's like, come on, let people live their fucking lives. Like, why does it matter? I don't know who he fucking. Why you care? Because people ain't got no business. <laughs> people, That's really what it comes down to. Motherfuckers just need to drink more water, mm-hmm. eat more fruit, and mind they fucking people. And don't read. got no business, bro. <laughs> and read. Thank shit. you, Coco. Fuck, it's all this shit to do out here, and you want to fucking bother me. Get the fuck out of here, dog. And fucking read. So, guys, I had a question here, and um, I was talking to my coworkers, and we were just talking about conflict in the workplace. Mm-hmm. And we were, and it brought up the question: How do you handle conflict at work? Like, let's say you have a disagreement Ooh, with boy. one of your coworkers. Like, how do you go about handling that conflict? Do you what bring you, it to them, or do you just kind of not say anything? What if you have a conflict with your boss? Woo. I've had I, that. I feel like I've done all kind. I've dealt with all kinds of conflict at my job. At I think conflict is. I think conflict is um, unavoidable. It's unavoidable, and I think conflict is good if you go about it. If you go about it in the right manner, like yeah. if you're communicating in the right manner. So some people, some people, though, it, it, you lose, lose regardless. Some people, no matter how professional you go to them, mm-hmm. you still can lose, which is uh, it's fine if you do. I, I can speak to that. And no matter how nice, no matter how professional, no matter how calm your tone of voice is, some people just have that asshole authoritative spirit and you just cannot win with them however for me handling conflict is to one always remain calm mm-hmm. because if you if your side or your opinion is valid or you believe in that shit what am i getting flustered about why yeah. would i need to get out yeah. of you know what i mean so remain calm state your case and let that be what it is if they still disagree with you then it kind of is what it is as long yeah. as you made your point like okay so we disagree I feel like it should go this way. You feel like it should go the other way. Well, I mean, it is what it is. Like, what what do we do going forward? How do we solve this? What do we do next to fix it? I think, uh, so, is this I'm about... I'm not arguing with nobody. Yeah, so is this about personal issues, how you handle them, or professional? Let's say it, could be about, it could be about either. It could be, it could be about either. Let's say, let's say professional. Let's okay. say we have, a, we have a conflict. We work together. We have a conflict. And but we still have to work together on a project or something like. How do you go about that conflict? Oh, my biggest thing if if it's if it's gotten to. First off, I would try to have a meeting. I would have a meeting, and when I go into the meeting, I would number one, I would have an agenda, and the agenda is to basically let's get everybody's perspective out. Correct. Let's get That's everybody. The At this point, the only thing you can do is have numbers. Like, yeah. I pre- present both ideas and just let the people speak. But then that can also be swayed on people who are going to side with your boss because of fear of retaliation from your boss. Absolutely. Oh, trust me. I was in one of those meetings just the other day. And my whole thing is, like, when I go into meetings like that, especially being a black man, typically because I'm the only black man in the room, mm-hmm. like, I make sure I come equipped with facts, receipts, the whole nine, before I even come in there. Because yeah. I have to. So, like, for me, whenever I'm dealing with, conflicts in a professional environment my big thing is is like if i feel a certain way about it i need to make sure i can justify in a way that makes sense to people you know what i'm saying in the, in the business context because at the end of the day you cannot like something but you just can't like not like something to not like just because something. you don't like you know what i'm saying just because i don't like the way yeah. you're doing this thing you know what i'm saying no i need this is this is why i don't like it here's an example as to why i don't like it Here's a suggestion as to how we can change it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, actually. And if we change it this way, here's what would happen. Yeah, so actually present a pathway, like, not just complaining, but actually, like, hey, here's my issue. Here's why I have this issue. Here's a pathway to solve the problem. Yeah. And that's, that's how I've always tried to do things because, like, you don't want to be the person that's just bitching to be bitching. Right. You know what I'm saying? So to me, whenever I hear conflict, I'm like, okay. <laughs> Where is the conflict stemming from? Is it, like, based on just emotions? Uh-huh. Is it based on, like, lack of information, lack of perspective? Like, I need to get down to the bottom of, like, why is it this way? Do you just not like me? You know what I'm saying? Is it a for personal me, thing? For me, when I have conflict with people, the thing that I want to to be established is that you understand what it is that we have the conflict about or what it is that I mean and what I'm saying. Absolutely. Because I don't want you to interpret it. Yeah. No, I don't want you to interpret it. I want you to understand, no, I need you to understand. what I'm saying. Yeah. This isn't for, up for interpretation. This is exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. If you choose to sway from that, then that's your choice. But let's be clear. Mm-hmm. This is the problem. 
So this is why we have a conflict. Now what can we do together to make this so that we're both comfortable or this gets fixed how it needs to be fixed? Absolutely. Whatever the problem is. Yep. So I, I think it all comes down to, I, for me, when I deal with conflict, like, I always approach the person directly. And like I said, before I even go and pr- approach the person directly, I always try to, like, write down, you know, my why, my what, and mm-hmm. here's how we can solve the solution. And just kind of, like, actually have, like, steps in a process in play to actually, like, resolve the issue. Because the whole thing is, is conflict management isn't conflict management if the conflict isn't being resolved. It's just, it, 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 right. there's no point. Like, if we just going to be sitting here venting out about how we feel about something with no way to re- uh, resolve this issue, right. then there's no point. So that's that's just my perspective. I hate being in conflict also. What I've learned over the last couple of years is some stuff that I hadn't had to deal with, like dealing with male bosses, being a woman. And I don't care what nobody say. When you're a woman and you're dealing with a male boss, especially one who might have an ego, it's hard because you're no matter how you say it or the tone that you use i feel like they're always gonna look at you like she opinionated she got something to say she, like mm-hmm. so should i just be quiet like should i just not say no. anything at all because i'm a woman nah that's the bullshit that i just feel like bro like nah. all of this if i had a dick all of this would be different and, and i hate i hate that you even have to say that but that that is true that is for true a lot of situations yeah we yeah, can't even true. act like it doesn't exist because it does yeah. So, why? Well, how? How would you? Uh, how do you deal with conflict in the workplace, Dante? So, what I've been doing, and actually, I I try to do this in my personal life too. When I when I figure it out, when I have some time, <laughs> but I do exactly like what you. I jot down what my point is because I know with me personally, if you catch me on the run, if I get riled up, mm-hmm. if I get riled up, <laughs> like a lawnmower. Once I get started, it's gonna it's gonna mow down everything in sight. I had a little issue a couple uh 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 maybe about two weeks ago about an issue at work, and I actually was very by the end of it, I was very upset at how I handled yeah, the disagreement. Yeah, because because you that's what like I promise you, I haven't been really having any problems like with um conflict because the way that i resolve them is i be so super calm almost to where it's nonchalant and they're like do you care yeah i care i just can't give the type of energy that you have because i don't have that energy so if i know what i'm talking about i have no reason to be shuffled or flustered i'm Mm -hmm. gonna remain calm because i know what i'm talking about now if i'm clicking and doing a little it could be that i'm not hearing you because i'm i'm speaking over you yeah so that's why i remain calm so that i could try to make sure that i hear everything that you're saying then i might even ask questions to make sure that i you know i understand so what you're saying is or what i gather could you tell me if i'm wrong by assuming that you're saying this so yeah. we can make sure that we're on the same page yeah so you know after looking back at that situation i'm definitely gonna handle things because we were like yelling mm-hmm. like we were like yelling really yeah yeah, bro. I try I not. Was, I try not I to get into dis- yelling I matches, was, bro. I was very disheartened because I literally thought to myself after it was over, "You are not this person." If two fools argue, nobody can tell mm. who, hmm, who the fool is. Who the yeah, fool is? Man, yeah, I, I really, as I've gotten older, man, I've really, you know, whether it be in my uh, personal relationship or professional relationships, like, man, I'm really, really big on like not getting into. You know what I'm saying? Arguing, arguments and yelling and all that kind of shit. Like, if anything, I'd be like, look, bro. I don't feel like talking about this right now. Mm-hmm. Or let's table give it. me a break. Let's table this and we can talk about it in a few hours or tomorrow Come or on, adult. some other day. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not what? about to be mad. I'm not about to do I this. was going to say, and that's the thing. So, I have to, as I've gotten older, I've been definitely more aware of doing that. Like, stepping back yeah. and just mm-hmm. being like, hey, you know what? Let's let's come back to this. I have yeah. definitely been let's, seeing the growth. Let's in circle myself. back. I just <laughs> I like I don't talk about it because it's not for nobody else. It's my personal growth. But I definitely the way that I handle things now it's like so so different. I don't even yell at my kids. I don't That's yell. That's good. I do not yell at. I all. mean, they probably get tired of being yelled at. They probably exactly. get tired of yelling yeah. at home. Everybody being else, school everybody being else done yells that. at you. So I'm not gonna yell at you. But what I am gonna do is. I'm going to talk to you in this voice. And if you're talking louder than this, that means that you can't hear me. What I need you to do is take out a sheet of paper, put your name on the top of it, and bring it to me. If you're able to do that, that's an automatic hundred. If you're unable to do so, that's a zero. So I'm talking at this voice. If you can't hear me, that's you. Y'all not going to stress me. I'm going to stress you with these grades. <laughs> mm, mm. Coco is the teacher I would not want to have. 
Really? Because I feel like Co- I feel like Coco is she don't no be with joke. The shit. I feel like Coco is I no joke. Not be with be the, with the shit. shit. Look, I normally don't like to talk about work, but I'm just bringing this up. So I just had a situation where progress reports came out on Friday, and um, now when the semester started. <clears throat> I got a new set of students, and I explained my rules. I gave them the class syllabus as well as classroom policy expectations and things like that. And I gave them a course description that their parent needed to sign and they needed to return to me as a grade. I gave them the date that they needed to have it turned in. I explained to them everything that you do in this class is a choice. I will not force you to do anything. Mm-hmm. Everything is a choice. If I tell you to do this assignment, it is your choice to do it. I'm not going to make you do it. You don't have to. You don't mm. have to listen to anything I say. However, you are also responsible for the consequence. Yeah. Okay? I said, does everybody understand? Are you clear? They told me yes. I gave them the course description to bring to their parents' assignment. Some of them brought it back. Some of them did not. I didn't re-ask for the assignment because I've already given you my expectations, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Okay. So when, when I give assignments and you're not paying attention, you just missed the assignment. Or if I tell you that the do now is for five minutes and when I ask for you to turn it in and you don't turn it in, it's just not turned in. Yeah. So I'm giving you work. And, you know, you're not doing it. That's your choice. I'm not going to force you to do anything that you don't want to do. Mm -hmm. So here come progress reports. Another teacher comes up to me. He laughing and like, till you do right by me. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he like, "Uh, I'm going to tell you when I come back. So he come back and I'm waiting because I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because I don't talk to y'all. So I'm trying to figure out what you mean. So he's like, um. My girl, such and such, boo-hoo crying, crying her eyes out. I was like, oh, what's wrong with her? (laughs) You know, I'm concerned. Man, you did a dirty. Now I'm confused. Mm -mm. Like, what? He like, man, she said you gave her a 37. How you going to do our girl like that? First of all, it's not our girl. You and I, it's (laughs) nothing. Okay? Um, Second of all, he said... You get how you gonna give her a thirty seven? So I remained calm. The old me would have been like, first of all, but this calm me is like, well, I don't give out grades. That's simply all I said. I don't give out grades. So then he was like, dang, I had to ask her like, dang, how you get a thirty seven in acting? You ain't acting right, like what? I said, well, I also don't teach acting. I teach theater arts. Mm. And that was that. And then I walked off because you've insulted me. You've insulted me. Don't come tell me a motherfucking thing <laughs> about how the fuck I run my classroom or what the fuck I do. How did the girl get a 37? Because I gave her work. She didn't do it. She didn't turn it in. I put her zero in accordingly. <laughs> That's real. That's real. Because it's the thing. I was a class clown. Yeah. But, but I, I did my motherfucking work. work exactly. And and listen, like I felt disrespected in the fact that you're talking about acting. I don't teach acting, I teach theater arts, which is very different from acting. One, let's be clear. And second, it goes hand in hand with literacy. I we do work in my class, despite what the kids say. The kids be like, We don't do no work. Oh, y'all don't? Okay. <laughs> you might okay. not you might you not do, no, do work. no work. Yeah. But they do work because that's how they pass. How yeah. he got a 98? He be playing. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like you just said, Dante, he be playing, but he, he be doing, let's get the work done first. Then you can play all you want. Yeah. They know I let them do that. Yeah, you, you let's can do knock whatever. it out. We can have fun as much as you want to have fun after you get my motherfucking work done. But if you're not doing the work, then it's on you. So I see the girl. She's sitting down. She look at me, and then she turn her head, and I call. I say, come here. I say, what you crying for? She was like, because I got a 37. And I'm like, oh. (laughs) I just, I've never got a 37 before. I was like, yeah, me neither. I ain't never made a 37. But how can I get, how can I I do my work? You do your work now. Your current grade is like an 80-something. Yeah. But prior to progress reports coming out, you thought it was a game. Y'all took me as a joke. But who's laughing and who's crying? Since you bawling your eyes out, I'm standing here calm as a motherfucking feather. You're crying. <laughs> well, what didn't I do? I pulled my iPad up, got to her name, opened it up. I say, you see that red? Anything under a 70, you're going to get a red spot. Hmm. So she could, she could see all of her grades. She could see the zero. And then not only that, too, but I tell them every single day, you, everything you do is a choice. And you also responsible for the consequences, and you are responsible for your own learning. Uh-huh. I tell, I make sure with intention. I say that every single day. 
the do now is on the board. Like, the, like it's become a habit. Like you, you are expected to do this every day. You walk into this classroom. Yeah. Just like, and I tell them, just like you walk into the classroom, my expectation is for you to put your backpack on the shelf and have a seat and start on your do not. It's the same thing every single day. It only becomes hard when you make it hard. Yeah. Because my expectation is that this student is going to walk in, put their backpack on the shelf, sit down and get started on their do now until I tell them what's the next thing that we're going to do. Yeah. If you're not doing that, that ain't on me. If you think that you're not getting graded for this shit, that's on you. Because I told you, everything's for a grade. And I keep everything. I literally don't throw any work away. I keep all of it. Because when a parent come and say, well, they was on the phone and they was playing and da 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 so how they gotta... Well, we do have assignments in here. I do allow the students sometime to socialize. This mm. isn't prison. Yeah. But we do have work to do. Now, if your child chooses not to do the work and only to socialize, that is not my fault. But that's... But it's also on you because I've given you the rules and expectations and you... Uh, advise that you've accepted these terms and agreements yep. by signing this document that you turned into me. You signed this. Now, if you didn't read it before you signed it, that again also is not my fault. That's on you. Mm-hmm. You signed that shit. Telling me, agreeing to my terms and conditions for my class. If you didn't agree with the terms and conditions for my class, you should have put your child out. In the beginning, because I gave it to him on the first day. So, I don't be wanting to hear that shit. That's how she got a 37. Sheesh. Well, damn. I ain't never had no 37. I ain't never had a 37 either. <laughs> That's Shit. tough. Shit. Well, I said, so what are we going to so do now? She was like, I'm going to do my work. Oh, I know. Otherwise, you'll be crying again. But the, <laughs> the whole situation made me mad, not for the student, but for the teacher. How dare you come to tell me about some shit that I'm doing? Nigga, you done lost your motherfucking mind. You you taking this change in me for granted. <laughs> I know, and it's so hard. It's so hard. It's so hard not to revert back to, wa- to the I had to, to walk off. I had it's to so walk hard off. not to revert back to the old you. But you know, at the end of the day, what you realize is I can't give you that power. At all. I can't give that power. You know what I hate when people say I hate when people say pick and choose your battle. No, no, that's wrong. Pick and choose your peace. I choose Ooh. peace. I don't choose to battle with no motherfucking body. I'm not arguing. I'm not going back and forth with you. I pick and choose my peace. Not a battle. I'm not going back and forth with you, nigga. I'm living my best life. Yeah, don't do it. Because <laughs> <laughs> after you just have a conflict, after you just revert back to the old you, you really just be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? We had come so far. Like I literally, after that, after that, I literally was like, I was sitting in the car like, you dumb as fuck. What did I do? You just let somebody get you out of character. Yep. It, it happens just, to the best of us. You though, just bro. let somebody get you out of character. But you morphed. It, but you but you gotta have those moments. You know why? Because those moments remind show you, motherfuckers who yeah. you are. Yeah, they they remind people who you are and they also remind you, motherfucker, we still got some growing to do. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, bro, I feel you. So I'm glad I had it. Super Bowl Sunday, guys. Hmm. The Rams. Uh, that might be copyrighted. <laughs> Not me singing it. You're right. Not me singing it. It's a recreation. Hmm. The Rams versus these same fucking Patriots. Oh, and how man. I'm feeling I feel right like now the- about patriotism. Fuck the Patriots. <laughs> Ram they know right. I guess we love the we we love the NFL again. Mm, not me. I nah. still ain't fucking with it. Okay, cool. I'm gonna All be right. there for the wings and shit, but that's what I was gonna ask. I was gonna I was ask, like, are y'all will y'all style. be watching? I probably yeah, won't be paying attention to it, but I'm definitely following up in something. Like, I ain't about nah, to. Nah, yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching at least the first half. Okay, why? The second half is what matters. Uh, especially because the, the first especially half, with the Patriots, because I can really catch the fit. I can catch the vibe of the first half. Okay, okay. I can catch the vibe. That's I can good. see. I can be like, okay, where is this game going? Is it gonna shift? Blah 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 blah. It's crazy how so many people are boycotting uh, football or the NFL, but you can't find a pack of ice. No fucking That's what well. I'm saying, bro. That's what. I, as soon as we leave, <laughs> as soon as we leave, I gotta go buy ice two hours in advance. <laughs> I think uh, I w- I really kind of want to see the numbers on like the viewership and the ratings for the NFL this this past playoffs just because of the simple fact I think they probably have went up. You think I so? do too. I think they I went up low key. I can believe that. I think they went up. So mm, white supremacists um, will make it a point. The way we try to boycott, they actually do shit as a point. 
to make like, oh, y'all ain't gonna watch the NFL, well, we gonna watch it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think yeah, they yeah, do yeah. shit for that reason to push stuff. Just like the whole, not even, not even just white supremacists. I won't even just talk about just them, but people in general who are uh, opposed to your ideals on things that are right. Like the whole situation with R. Kelly, you would think that his music streaming would have dropped significantly. All that shit went up. Like how? Yeah. How? It went up. 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 It's crazy. People, I don't know. I don't know why it's like that. But it's like anytime some big like that, had, yeah, some contra- some type of controversy surrounding some celebrity or something like that. It seems like they just gain more notoriety. That's mm-hmm. why they say there's no such thing as like a bad headline, right? You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, oh, you did something bad. Well, cool. Let me go watch your TV show even more. Let me see if I can find the signs of you acting. Yeah, up. I think like, that's what it like be. That. I yeah, think that's what it be. I think that's especially what happened with R. Kelly ass. Yeah, man, let me go listen to the music. Pod Piper, he been saying that in his music the whole <laughs> yes, time? You yes. remind me of a Jeep. Oh, he yeah. said that shit. And especially with kids because we were young. So these new kids, I'm quite sure they're not sure what the controversy yeah. is with R. Kelly as well. Because he's not a, a a significant artist in their lives yeah. like he was in ours. Yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. So, so yeah, NFL is today. It's um, gonna be lit. I won't be watching, but I will be socializing. Absolutely. Um, so you know, I may glance at the screen. Are you gonna have a beverage? I'll probably have a drink. I might uh, have a drink for you too. I'll probably have a drink. I'm gonna have a drink. Like my thing is, you gotta with drinking. You have mm-hmm. to find that. You have to find that happy medium with drinking, right? Like right. You don't don't wanna, drink Hennessy. Drink. A yeah, like I don't like for me, I don't want to. I know I don't like enjoy drinking, like drinking all the time, but I, you know, I'm not opposed to a drink here and there. Yeah, nah, bro. I'll drink. I had a couple of drinks last night, but like, I mean, I do cocktails now. I don't just go. I mean, or if I do something. <laughs> yeah, or if I do something, it might be like, uh, give me a, a Jameson something on the rocks. You know, something straight without, without a whole you bunch of shit. Jameson, you fancy. Yeah, bro. Jameson Black Label. Go get you some. Here I am. We we're still it. drinking crime. <laughs> but we're still drinking crime. My base crown taste buds. Crown, not bad. Like, you know what? I had um I had crapple um and some crown. Are we calling juice. it that? Crown apple. Are we calling it crapple? I call it crapple. Wow. I actually like it's, the crown it apple. Like I was feeling fancy, so I got the crown. You got some black. Seagull Smooth. boy, I can tell the, you, I can tell your ass live in Dallas. That ain't even no damn specs bag. It's seagulls. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, seagulls. seagulls. Probably owned. <laughs> oh, he got that. He got that uh, crown. What is the difference between Crown Royal Black and regular Crown Royal? Um, it just tastes more expensive. I think one is distilled longer. What is? What is okay, it? I don't know. Y'all ask questions. I don't know the answer to. Well, that's 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 it, my whole. Pl- to me, it is. It it tastes better. That's like it's smoother. It's, yeah, it's, I think okay. it's you taste this, If you taste this and you taste regular crown, you can taste the difference. My whole okay. thing is that that be my whole point with people who be drinking shit just because it's you know something ooh, new. This should look fancy. Yeah. Oh, this that shit good. You don't even like know Hennessy the difference. White, I don't like. I think first of all, I think Hennessy is trash. But, well, first, well, I haven't heard any t- any good reviews about Hennessy White anyway. I never had it. I hadn't had it either, I had it but I don't have a desire to drink it. It's not good. Nah, bro. I do want a Hennessy White peach cobbler that my sister be making, but I don't want to drink the Hennessy. She Hennessey. put Hennessy White in her peach cobbler? It's a Hennessy White peach oh, cobbler, good. yeah. Mm, that sounds delicious. She sells them uh, quite a few, so I guess it is. Oh, yeah, she in business. She making that thing shake. <laughs> okay, what's up, business? Entrepreneurship. We trying to have shake. seven strings. Fuck you mean. <laughs> yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Okay, queen. <laughs> Slanging this, uh, this infused peach cob. Yeah. Okay, yo. Okay, yo. Yeah, so I'm not yeah. drinking today. Uh, but, Kokizu, do we have a binge what this week? Um, what, what was I watching? I ain't really, really watching nothing. I went to the movies and saw Glass. Ooh, I got a binge what? Sure, have at it. Man, my binge what is going to be Game of Thrones. Nigga, we oh did my that four times. You, I mean, King, no my bad, what? King. My bad, King. no binge what? You talk about Game of Thrones all the time. All the time. We, we do? Already, we already do Game yes. of Thrones. I've done Game of Thrones. Okay, okay, okay. But you okay. went back and rewatched all of them, right? I did, man. I'm just into that hoe so heavy right so now. So wait, so wait, wait. So you went back. You went back. Do you do this annually, or is this so? No, nah, it's because the, the the okay. So the final season is coming up in April. Okay, and so like if you've ever watched Game of Thrones, is like a very complex. It's show. a lot of stuff. Goes it's on. a lot of it's a lot of moving parts. So like so it's been so long. It's been like two two or three years since the last season came out. 
So it's been that long. Yes, bro. Like it's been a minute. So it's like so much happened and you just forget so much of it. So I went back and started watching it all the way from the beginning. So when did Game of Thrones originally come out? Oh man, it came out like 08, 09 or something. 2011. 2011. It came out in 2011. Yeah. So and they did them first couple of seasons like Seven boom, boom, seasons. boom, boom, boom. But then it was Damn. like after that, it was like, all right, we're gonna take like a, a year or two hiatus. Yep. And they took a year or two off. But these next, I think it's the last season going to be like six or seven episodes. And all of them bitches is going to be like an hour and a half. Which is movie. fine. I feel like I'm with that be, all day. I feel like that's going to be a I'm not even going to watch them until like they're all out. And then I'm going to binge them. Yeah, bro. I'm going in, bro. Watch parties the whole nine, bro. I'm about to nerd yeah, out. watch parties? I think so. I'm thinking I'm going to try to put a uh, watch party together. I'm going to try to come to one. For Game of Thrones. Yeah, bro. I'm since I'm we, a nerd, bro. I'm Game we, of Thrones in there. We uh, having technical difficulties with our relationships. Wow. <laughs> and she looked at you, Dante. <laughs> awkward. How is that awkward? She looked at you, bro. Yeah, nah. I, I, I don't Why are you have... trying to make light of my feelings? I, try to make, I don't do well with feelings. Nigga, Did you, you a pipe? I mean, I'm sorry. Here's a question. Did you ever watch House on Haunted Hill? Yeah. It's Did not, you like it? It didn't something that. Did you finish watching it? Hell yeah, I love that hoe. That was dope. Well, maybe I should. It started off slow, it's so I didn't finish health. it. Nah, bro, that hoe picks up. It was creepy. Nah, that hoe was dope. But it's like all about mental health and shit. That shit dope. I know, but it got creepy towards the end. Yeah, it's I kind of slow, and I didn't. I just didn't finish. I started. I ended up watching you, so I, okay. that's why I didn't finish that. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, nah, it's, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to finish Game of Thrones so I can kind of get back to watching other television because yeah. I hadn't really watched anything else. So see, that's why I ain't watched it. it yeah, because when you start watching it, bro, so it's much. you. That is your show. That's when you I'm watch saying, that, hell, that, so is, that is it. You're not watching shit. I else. used to feel like that about House of Cards. House of Cards is that kind of show. You got to be all in on House of See, Cards. I got to start. I got to. I got to start early. Like once it once it's too many seasons out, I'd be like, just the okay. So how I, many seasons is too much for you for any show? Um, anything more than anything more than three seasons. What? That's everything. Bro, that's every show. Nah, I can go back and watch like two seasons. So Martin, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. No, no, no. I start watching the. I mean, the, that Empire. No, Power. Power. Watch Empire. Power. I caught Power after the first season. Damn, bro. Like if I if I hear enough buzz about it, I'll just I'll, I have to be moved to to want to watch it. So you're not hearing buzz about Game of Thrones? No, I hear buzz about oh, it. Bro, but everywhere. I hear buzz about it. Uh but I just I never by the time I start hearing buzz about it, it was too far, it was too late. That was gonna be my uh binge what for you. Uh trigger warning with Killer Mike. Okay. I heard I keep hearing okay. good things yeah, about it. Yeah, so I actually watched it. It's really cool. Like it's it's really cool. Like the first episode was uh him he was like, look, I'm only buying black. That's all I'm doing. I'm buying black. That's it. And they just recording him doing it? Yeah. And so he, he, he just buys black for like three days. And it's really, it, like, he brings up a lot of, like, really interesting conversations about, like, what does it mean to buy black and what does it mean to start a black businesses and who you cater, cater to? Because even he has some old people in there, uh, some old heads in there just like, look, bro, like just because you're a black business and you buy black, that doesn't necessarily mean you only serve black Mm -hmm. people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You still can serve everybody. You're just a black owned business. You know what I'm saying? So he just kind of like, he breaks down all of that stuff and kind of, it's really cool to see Killer Mike do a show like that, but I would definitely recommend watching Trigger Warning. I heard his uh, interview on The Breakfast Club was good too. Where can I uh, watch On Netflix. It's on Netflix. you heard it here, Trigger Warning. Trigger warning, it's lit. Killer Mike, uh, available on Netflix for your streaming. Binge what? Binge what? Binge what? Binge what? what? Do you have anything for us today, Matt Blackman? Who? Nah, do your fucking taxes, dog. Shit. Mad Money Minute. Mad Mad Money Minute. minute. Mad Mad Money Minute. Mad Money Minute. Mad. Mad. Hey, I do have one. Okay. Um, so I just got done reading this book called Dollars and Cents. I think I had talked to you guys about it. Definitely go check that book out. But there was one uh, specific piece of advice I thought was really, 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 really dope. And what would that be? And that piece of advice is, is you know, once you budget and you know what your budget is for certain things, uh-huh. like let's say you have a budget for food uh-huh. and your budget is $50 a week, $100 a week. What you do is you go out and you'll get a prepaid card of $100. And then once it's gone, it's gone? 
And don't even take your cars with you. Uh-huh. Don't even take your cars I've with you. That. So, yeah, just literally go buy a prepaid car and just put your budget on that. And whenever that card is gone, then you're out, you've blown through yeah, your I've budget. And I just think that's a really cool, simple way of, like, being yeah, able to manage your budget. Yeah, if you're not good budget. with handling money. Or yeah, money. if you don't Because I've, so I've heard a lot of people do that essentially with cash. So mm-hmm. they'll be like, oh, I only got $75, but then you rent with cash, you rent the risk of. You lose your wallet for some reason, or you yeah. lose your purse for some reason. The money's gone, the cash is gone. Yeah. So I can, I can see the importance of putting it on a card. Yeah. Especially if you're trying to stick to a budget, like legit stick to a budget. I could, I feel like that could help. Yeah, bro. So yeah, definitely go do that. And that's it. Mad Money Minute is lit. Dante. You know, I, I technically gave y'all my uh Oh yeah, well yeah. How successful. <laughs> and you know what grow. the crazy thing is? This was always going to be my speaks life but then it just fit the the point of the conversation that we were having earlier yeah. mm-hmm. so i just decided to go there but yeah uh guys exactly what i said earlier how successful people grow john c maxwell go and get the book it is yeah. growing is important guys and growing has to be intentional i think a lot of times we go through our life and we just be like oh you know with age i'm gonna grow but Growing has to be intentional. Absolutely. Like if you don't, if you don't put your mind to it, then you really are not. You're gonna look up and you're gonna be in the exact same place. Yeah, we are you're definitely be the exact same person. We are definitely like flowers. We have to nurture ourselves, give ourselves sunlight, give ourselves water, nutrients, vitamins to grow. And the stuff that I'm talking about, sunlight, water. I don't mean that in the literal. I mean, you have to work at your growth as well. So yeah. So work at your that. growth, guys. That that should be your goal this week. Work at your growth, even if you don't get that book. Get another who, book. Start I don't know something. who needs to hear this, but Bath and Body Works got ten dollars off three week candles. <laughs> <laughs> so what are they? At? So that $12? put them down fifteen dollars. Twelve. What are they at now? No, I thought they're, they're at fourteen fifty. So minus the ten dollars is four fifty. No, uh, I know you lying. No, I I literally just. Put some in my shopping cart. What are you talking about? I thought those ca- I thought those candles hey, were like twenty five dollars. The three whip ones that I'm trying to get were fourteen fifty. See, when but don't they, they got the deal? small Bad ones? They got the small ones and they got the full size ones. Hold on, let me see. We on okay three okay, ten dollar off three wick candles. Okay. Yes. So I clicked on it and I found the ones I like. <laughs> see them like the small ones though. Nah, these are these are Ooh, regular, these are the regular size, size ones. Size they fourteen fifty. They're fourteen fifty. Okay. Yep. They are fourteen fifty. I do see oh, well, that. Oh, that's the ten dollars off then. I was Maybe gonna say that's $10 I off. think they're twenty five dollars. I think I they're twenty five dollars. I thought it was ten dollars off the fourteen fifty. Nah, yeah, nah. But I'm about even to say. still, fourteen fifty. I don't think it's bad for these the candles because mm-hmm. you usually get like a twenty percent off con- uh, candle. Yeah, and I'm, something like that out there. It's another part of the sale too. It's not just that. Yeah, bro. Because you know, I, I keep a, a Bath and Body Works email on deck all day, every day. But, you know, just wanted to throw it out there. Go get y'all some candles. This is uh, the month of love. This is the month of my birthday. Ooh, Valentine's Day. I want to have a, I want a Valentine just for once in my life. I like, I don't really care about shit like flowers and all of that. But somebody sending me flowers like one time would just be. I think this might be your year, bro. I feel like somebody going to come and be like, will you be my Valentine? I feel you like know you what? might get hit with that. If somebody does, I would be grateful. And I'd be like, sure, what I got to do? They might do it after Valentine's because that shit expensive. I yeah. I don't want, like, you don't have to go all out. Just the notion of, you want to be my Valentine? Yeah. You wanna be oh, that's my cute. Because like, what do you do? What do, what do you do for Valentine's Day? Like, I, don't even, I wouldn't know. Spend, for me, and spend a whole bunch of money. I think girls buy dude stuff, too. Uh, nah. Most women, most women never know what to get a dude for val- for Valentine's Day. The same ass candy, in some ass, like. But dudes be having to be fucking sweet, buy roses and. Don't buy me no rusty ass roses. First of all, I like tulips and um ivory. I, well, not ivories, but like um lilies. Tulips. Lilies. Oh, some tulips. Like if somebody bought me some tulips and sent them to my job for Valentine's Day. Hit, hit somebody. Somebody. Don't know, you're secretive about your life. This motherfucker ain't gonna, don't even know where you work. He don't I don't even know think I'm secretive. Is. I think that I'm cognizant of the information that I give out. Yeah. He's going to be like, I don't even know where the fuck she work at. Well, I, if, it, if it's not clear, you can't put context clues together like a fucking stalker then. Michael, but, please, if you're hearing this. Yes, Michael. 
Michael Michael B. Jordan. Come, Send this girl some flowers. Oh, so I had to hurry up and delete a post I had uh, posted because uh, I had saw him dancing with somebody. That girl. And the, I, that was his sister. She just looked different. <laughs> she just looked different. I, I had got the only child. Look. No, he's not the only child. No, 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 no. But she just looked different. She looked real light skin. Maybe it was the filter, but um, yeah, that was. I looked at. I was like, oh shit, this is sister. And then my friend was like, this is sister. I was like, oh shit. Because I was about to go the fuck off. About to go with this the fuck off. <laughs> about to go the fuck off. Y'all well. like fucking with me, but it's cool. It's cool. When we're getting married. It's coming. Thank you. Lord willing. Thank you. It's coming. I feel like the Lord wouldn't keep putting it on my heart if it wasn't meant to be. Yeah, bro. You're going to yeah. keep putting it on your heart. Dante, I'm gonna miss you, dog. I just want to say that. Yeah, I'm gonna miss y'all too. Miss y'all, I bro. really am. Miss I'm you, coming bro. to see you. I don't give a <laughs> I really am gonna miss you. Libby, y'all, we coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. I gotta slide. I gotta pull up and see what the crib look like, bro. Wait till I get some furniture and shit. But yeah, y'all are more. Yeah, nah, yeah. bro. I ain't cool, gotta sit bro. down. <laughs> y'all are always welcome. Bring, right now, it's bring your own chair. BYOC. <laughs> I, I keep one in the trunk. It's all good. Right now it's BYOC, so you know. But y'all are always welcome. Get right settled, now we bro. really Get just kind of uh, we ain't talking about shit. We just shooting the shit because we gonna miss Dante. So um, since this is our last time sitting at this table together, anybody want to share anything? I fucks with y'all, man. First, this ain't our last time sitting at the table together, y'all. There are gonna be times when I come back to Houston, guys. There are gonna be times when I come back to Houston. It's not like I'm. But never what if I'm not here? You gonna have to just make yourself available. Yeah, you have to be. <sighs> or maybe we could meet somewhere else. Maybe we could be at the table in Dallas or something. I ain't gonna have no table. So <laughs> you gonna have a table, boy. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank y'all for uh, sitting and listening uh, to another episode. We hope something has been said or done to make you want to come and fellowship with us once again. Yeah, yeah. Again, this is Off the Rip. I'm your girl, Coco Chanel. You can follow me at Coco Chanel underscore N-O and the number five on Instagram and Coco Chanel underscore five on Twitter. That's K-O-K-O-S-H-A-N-E-L-L underscore N-O and the number five. Hey, it's your boy Dante Speaks Life. D-O-N-T-A-E Speaks Life. Shit, follow us on uh I'm motherfucking um, Oh shit I- <laughs> Facebook <laughs> Off the rip Underscore pod And I follow on us On the Instagram At off the rip Underscore pod Yeah cast. bro Fuck with me Mad black man M-A-D-B-L-K-M-A-N Follow me on Twitter Follow me on Instagram And definitely follow us On Twitter Instagram And all little like bro Definitely be on the lookout Take for the culture Coming soon All that good shit So many things <laughs> So many things So many things Going on in my life all right, y'all, but we'll holler at you. <laughs> <laughs>